You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. This is Marcus and Eddie. We're back. Yes, Average sir. Sports Guys podcast is episode 23. That's right. Let's um, go. So, we left off last episode with the predictions for week nine. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get into the scores for those. And then we'll give our predictions for week 10. Yep. Same thing every week. Um, this show will be a little bit different because ironically both the redskins and the eagles are on bye week this week right um so we'll give you a little bit more um news and notes from around the league mm-hmm. uh you know injury reports etc um and then i'll also what i want to do when we get to the second half of the show mm-hmm. after we break down kind of what we saw from uh, our own respective teams games right i want to talk about <clears throat> kind of what I what I would like to see like the Redskins do right. coming out of the bye week. Mm-hmm. Um that's good. good and and good some of the go. moves and like roster moves, some of the uh players coming back off injury, right. etc. So mm-hmm. um I'll do that. Hopefully the Redskins listeners find that helpful <laughs> or exciting, insightful. Right. I mean whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Uh so why don't we just get into um the scores from last week. Do you have those? Uh, give me just a second. Scores. Um, but yeah, uh, I will say my favorite part though. Uh, so while Marcus is pulling those up, favorite part of the Monday night game, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. today's Tuesday. Um, Dallas and Giants played yesterday. Was that cat running on the field? Oh, everybody's talking about it. There's so <laughs> many memes out there. Like, oh, yeah. They got tons. people with, you know, my Eagles, you know, signing them because the whole situation with the Sean Jackson and all that. Right. But, um, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Well, there's so many memes about uh, even towards, like, the Redskins. Right. They were like, man, the Redskins should sign him because at least he can get in the end zone. Because, <laughs> I mean, we the yeah. Redskins haven't scored a touchdown in 13 quarters of football. Right. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. And then they also had memes of the the cat getting more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley yesterday. Yeah. It was a mess. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy. All right. So I have the week nine scores up. So we've already talked about, you know, Niners, Cardinals on the last show, 28-25. Um, Texans um, whomped those Jags 26-3. Um, kind of saw that coming just because it is um, – Deshaun Watson and those boys, and one thing I can honestly say about D. Watson, that's a smart dude, man. Like, I remember a couple weeks ago when they had, uh, a reporter had asked him a question about a defensive coverage that he that they tried to say he misread. Oh, it was a couple weeks ago, and he yeah, broke it down. He broke down every He pe- remembered the play. He remembered the play. He broke down everything. He's like, oh, they were in quarters defense, this, that, and the third. And we'll right. Say, we, got him, we want to try to throw a seam route and just ran the whole gambit and shut that whole room down. Right. Well, like, so listening to that reminded me of Tiger Woods back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had asked him about a specific hole and mm-hmm. and the shot sequence right. of that and i don't know if the reporter was asking because he knew tiger had that memory and just wanted him to basically give insight of what was going through his mind mm-hmm. or if he just thought tiger would have no recollection of it or whatever but tiger broke it down like right. as far as um 
like the winds mm-hmm. coming from which direction. So this is why I use this iron and that iron. He said, I laid the ball up. He gave the yards and the distance and all that stuff. So, yeah, no, when Deshaun Watson did that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think he's not going to get any, you know, functional quarterback stuff you should know questions for a while because obviously he knows what he's <laughs> talking about. All right, the next game we have Vikings at Chiefs. The Chiefs pulled that one out. And I was, I was at uh, my part-time at this point, and I was watching the game, and I'm just like, you know what? This says a lot about the Chiefs organization, and especially what Andy Reid does with that offense. And oh the yeah, backup come in. Well, because we both kind of thought the Vikings would would, would win, win. That one. not not necessarily easily, because they were a narrowhead, correct? Right. They were. So it's hard to go in there and just think you're going to roll somebody over. But uh, with Mahomes being out, I mean, we definitely you thought know kind of thought. Kirk Cousins and company would be able to get that one done. Dalvin Cook in that defense, you think they'd be able to – Stephon Diggs, you name it, they should be able to run it, but they, they lost by a field goal. So um, that's what it was. Um, Bears at Eagles. I'll get into more of this. Um, it was a good – It was. I mean, it was a good showing. I mean, it's a, they have a really tough defense. Um, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, I'll get more into that later. Um, he, he had a couple of deep balls, but um, it was a good game, good win. Next one, we have Colts at Steelers. Yeah, the Colts lost that one. Colts lost that one. I did not see that coming. Yeah, and didn't uh, what's his face? Jacoby um, Brissett. Brissett went. Yeah, he went down, and that's basically you know what happened in my opinion. Uh, did you see the play? No, I didn't see the play. So I saw the play. So at first, when I saw it, I thought it was the ankle, mm-hmm. but it was actually the knee oh, because the man. guy um, stepped on his ankle. So it kind of like Ooh. went in. So I was like, oh, that's Ooh. where it is. But then his body rolled up on his side that's horrible and kind of pushed his knee in yeah so he he i believe is day-to-day week-to-week so hopefully there's no structural damage or anything like that and he can get back out there because i mean without him then yeah i mean i think they're gonna lose more than they than they won't so hopefully he can come back but um yeah i did not see that coming crazy we have Skins uh, at Bills, uh, nine to twenty-four. That was an S show. It was, but I did like some of the things that I did see from uh, Haskins, and as far as you know, his progressions and throwing and things like that. Yeah, he he made some good decisions, and I did like that. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll get into that, you know, on the back yeah. half right. after we get done with this. But Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Again, I didn't predict them to win, mm-hmm. so yeah. Jets, uh, Dolphins, Jets lost. Um, yeah. Dolphins put up, they actually put up 26 points. Like, right. That's a big deal, man, against that defense. <laughs> they dropped 26 <laughs> on them. I don't know if uh, Fitzmagic got that secret stuff back in his system, but obviously they did enough to win that game. So Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he ate one of them uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches for the game because they just came out that day. The spicy joint. He said, you're going to get a couple bites, and he was good to go after that. Extra pickles, he was good to go. Right, and uh, on a side note, please stay classy because apparently there was an issue in PG where somebody actually got smoked for an issue in line. It wasn't the sandwich itself, but there was some type of argument, altercation. Stop it. It's it's a sandwich. Relax. Yeah. All right, so next one, we have Titans uh, at Panthers, 20 to 30 Panthers. Um, I think it's safe to say that Cam Newton will probably be traded in the offseason. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this this backup dude, like, I, yeah. Kyle Allen. Yeah. When 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 was Cam's last game? Was it week two? Was I that? I think it was like week, week two or three. I'm pretty something sure. something like that. Two yeah. or four. Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, I think that was their last. Um, 
or that was his last down with the Carolina Panthers. Right. Because um, he's currently on IR now, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. And and I'll get into that with the news and notes. But, yeah, I mean, he is out for the season. Mm-hmm. Next we have Bucks at Seahawks. That turned out to be a game. That was a shootout. Yeah. Straight shootout. <laughs> like, I don't know. I know we keep bringing up these crab legs. Maybe they had it, you know, sitting on a platter, like, right right his locker before the game with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston to the point where – he was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta come out in Seattle and show up and actually put out, put out some points because I got smoked this week by Mike Evans and how much he uh, put up points wise in fantasy this week. Oh, did you? Like I was upset, and oh, I wow. think the quarterback was Jameis Winston. So it, there was, there was nothing I can do. Like the dude mm-hmm. had put up like two hundred eight points. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there like, dog, I was supposed to win this whole thing and such as life. But that was a really good game shootout. But you know, the Seahawks edged that one out. Just speaking to Seahawks, so I saw something today I didn't realize. So I guess DK Metcalf leads all receiver, all rookie receivers in yardage. Yes, he does. He gets those deep balls, That's and he was supposed dude. to be a bust. Do you remember that? That's what everybody said. Because everybody was like, "Oh, he can't run routes. He can't do this." They're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna send him on go routes and just let him body everybody." Right. And what was crazy is, so like, I think you and I kind of had him at a first round grade. And then towards the draft, like getting close to when the draft started, I think he had slid down as far as our, my board was concerned. I yeah. can see him going second, whatever. So the thing is this. It's like everybody said, well, he's not really like he's a strong straight line guy. Can't do this. Can't do that. But when Seattle got him, yeah. I, I thought of all the teams other than maybe Kansas City. Mm-hmm. um, I thought that was a great place for him to go. So it's, it's good to see him doing well. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, he's made some spectacular catches. Oh, yeah, he like, has. He's got hands. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a great game, and it's, it's definitely a guy we have to continue to watch in the future. Lions at Raiders. Um, Raiders pulled this one out, um, 24-31. I didn't see anything from this game. Um, actually, you know what, Lies? I did see uh, a couple of catches from my boy uh, Renfro. I'm Renfro. A huge, I saw that he I'm, got a touchdown pass. Yeah, like yeah. I'm a huge Renfro fan. Um, dude's a blue-collar uh, receiver and runs solid routes and, yeah. and does what he needs to do. He's a, almost like a technician. Oh, absolutely. Big ups to them. Um, Packers at Chargers, 11-26. to I don't know what woke Chargers them. won that. Chargers one. did win that one. Yes, uh, I don't know what woke them up, but uh, they routed these Packers. Like, yeah, I did not. See, I did not see that coming. Me what neither. So, I mean, I, I. Well, I don't know about you. But I know I picked the Packers to win. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did too. Because I mean, it was one of those things where it's just like, eh, they're they're on a run right now. Like, you really can't stop them. Yeah. But that. But then again, uh, obviously that Chargers defense stepped up and 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 did some things. So. Right. Um, Browns at Broncos. We all saw this coming. I mean, I I, I tried. I I, I'm, I tried to give the Browns the nod, but they're they're still the Browns. They're two and six. I mean, this is what a disappointment of a season. Crazy, and, and it's, it's like the Broncos. It's the Broncos without Joe Flacco. So it's like that that rookie that came through, right? Whooped them like he was throwing bombs against that defense. And their defense is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be. And it's like it's crazy because my next thought is that meme I sent you about you know how how good of a quarterback are you are you to make Odell look mediocre? Right. Let's put that in perspective. Like you're that bad that you make Odell Beckham Jr. make look mediocre to where Eli Manning can close his eyes. Throw the ball downfield. As then, he's getting hit, falling as, away. Right. As he's getting hit, and then Odell's making catches and, and running towards the end zone with 70, 80-yard bombs and stuff like that. Like, you got to be that horrible. Yeah. So, like, I don't – I can't remember who was calling the game, but they had kind of mentioned that you can tell um, it's either Kitchens 
hasn't allowed Baker to really just like kind of give him that freedom right. to freelance and get get Odell the ball, or Baker doesn't trust himself to just throw it up. So either their their timing is off or whatever, because you saw the chemistry between Eli and Odell Beckham. Oh, absolutely. So you would think like Mayfield to me has got the better arm over Eli at this point of his career. Yes. Um. So he has the tools to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Um. Or at least give him a chance. Right. You know what I mean? And to me, I mean, Odell has proved throughout his career, you give him a chance, he's going to come up with it more often than not. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I tried to really, like, intently watch that game Mm -hmm. and see, like, okay, maybe it's just a few things I need to get. I mean, they just look inept. They look lost. Like, I think a lot of the players have checked out at this point. It, there's the yeah, that's probably what it is. But there's definitely that offensive line issue. Yeah, the I mean, there's huge like, issue. You know what I mean? But you would think, okay, Baker is elusive. He's got some skill to get away. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I, I don't know what he's. I mean, he's just wildly inaccurate versus last year. He yes, he was he is, he is inaccurate. I mean, he's just overthrowing people. It's high. It's far. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, it's, I it's a mess. Yeah, I mean, it does almost look like they've packed it in. They've they basically. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Odell starts jumping up and down to get sent out of there. Right. You know what I mean? Who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe he'll give it another year because Jarvis is there. They're friends. Yeah. He can say, hey, look, this is just a wash of a year. You know, let's revamp, you know, regroup and see what happens next yeah. year. But so ap- we'll, we'll see. But yeah, it's a mess. Straight um, dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. And I th- I'm going to call this the game of the week. Patriots at Ravens. Um. Yes. Shout out to all my friends who are Ravens fans because, you know, I, I gave them up until this game and I said, you know what, I'll believe how good your team is when you guys actually, you know, work a team that's supposed to end up virtually in the Super Bowl. And right. they worked these Patriots. Um, not to take anything away from the team because they actually they, – they have great skill players, especially in their secondary. You're talking about the Ravens? The Ravens, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson, he shut – Everybody, he continues to shut everybody up. He throws a pretty ball, but at the end of the day, you can't hit him. He's too fast right now. Right. There's a couple of plays where I saw defensive ends, even a tackle in the backfield, and he looked and he dead still, to right. And he still got out of there. And he still got out of there. I'm just like, there's, there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I watched every snap of that game, and. It's like the Ravens started kicking the Patriots' ass from the coin toss. From the coin toss. And I was like, let's go. Like, like Lamar, I, I will root for anybody playing the Patriots right. other than Dallas. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just I thought it was a great game. Until he gets touched, there's nothing you can do about Lamar Jackson. Right. Nothing. Well, and, and the thing is, because you and I were talking and – I, I can't remember even what I had for lunch to remember exactly what I said about the Ravens Patriots game on the last podcast, but I did pick the Patriots to win only because they were undefeated right. against the Patriots. So, right. um, but I did say if there was a team that could beat the Patriots, it would be the Ravens. Absolutely. Um, but I also told you as far as like cues to victory um, is if Lamar can get out on the edge, like I said, one on one with a linebacker or or an edge rusher, mm-hmm. and there's either a receiver or tight end just right behind him. Right, he that the defender's gonna have to commit to either it, shadowing yes. the the ball catcher or coming after Lamar, and that happened a lot. And it did. And it I told you, I said if if he gets out on the edge and they can do that, that's gonna prove like crazy successful. And it did. It worked every time. 
Every and it was time. awesome. Awesome was game. Like, yes. And <laughs> so, and then the uh, the last game was Cowboys um, at Giants. Um, Giants did look decent. With they started. Part. They started fine. They started fine, and, and then fast, and fast, and then it just it just washed. Um, yeah. Shout out to that cat with that you know that one catch, seventy yard run. It was pretty dope. But yeah, Cowboys ended up you know routing the Giants as expected. So that is the end of the week nine wrap up. So let's say we get into some of our notes from our own respective teams. Want to do that? Mm-hmm. Cool. So do you want to start off with your Redskins? Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that. Uh, so Redskins traveled up to Buffalo. Um, I picked them to win. Right. Um, uh, them being um, – the Bills, mm-hmm. uh, just because their defense is so good, our offense is just kind of wheel spinning, um, mm-hmm. trapped in the mud type thing. Defense, to me, you never know what you're going to get, but I will say the last like three weeks, our defense has showed up and played well. Um, yeah, you definitely But it's just have. a classic case of our offense, three and out or turnover, to mm-hmm. where you're not really getting a sustained drive to give your defense that right. time to really rest. So um, I knew it was going to be a long day at the office. I even tweeted that after the first or second drive mm-hmm. as it's going to be a long day at the office for the Redskins. Right Now, I, I also said too, and I said this on the podcast, that I wasn't necessarily looking for Haskins' like stat line, right? Right. Um, I was looking to see how he got in and out of the huddle. Yes. and. And to me, the bar has been set so low, mostly by the organization, because, you know, I've been hearing reports and most Redskins fans that have like intently followed the team, whether they're on Twitter or, you know, listen to the radio or other beat reporters, what have you. Um, everything is just saying that from his preparation, mm-hmm. like lack thereof, um, understanding of a defense, um, understanding the plays and right. knowing where where protection should be all those types of things so i even told you i want to see how he gets in and out of the huddle i want to see how he shifts and moves protection i want to see if he needs to audible out of a play does he do it mm. um and so overall i mean there were some there were some uh defensive looks that the bills gave him that uh, you could tell he just wasn't able to pick up mm-hmm. but again being a rookie you know i he, think right I think that's normal. Um, he was able to get in and out of the huddle. I watched he was under center or ready to receive the ball in shotgun um, with right around 10, 11 seconds, sometimes nine. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't that hurry up, oh, crap, we have four, three, two. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was able to, to kind of digest what was going on. Um, I saw virtually – well. I would say not much offensive line protection, but again, that's been an issue all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Sheriff played well. Um, even um, Eric Flowers. A lot mm-hmm. of people laugh that we signed him mm-hmm. from the Giants, but mm-hmm. he's he's done well. Um, mm-hmm. So there were there were some encouraging things there. Um, clearly, like with any team with offensive line issues, if you had a better offensive line, right. it, you can argue the fact that you'll get better off or better play out of your quarterback, mm-hmm. but. There were a few throws where um, Haskins was able to just nail it. Um, I saw a little bit more zip on the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because before, you know, he was like floating them out there. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's easy to, to pick off. Right. Um, but like I said, and I mean, AP had himself a day. Yeah. That I man mean, was getting yards. He was getting busy. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so that was definitely good to see that that he was running hard, you know, for mm-hmm. the team, right. for himself, for Haskins, because that's going to help you. Anytime you can sustain a run game, mm-hmm. that's going to help Haskins because you're able to run something a little bit more balanced. Now, yeah. for two quarters, you you had the wind in your face, so it was virtually impossible to really throw the ball. Mm-hmm. But for the two quarters that we had the wind at our back, I would have liked to seen them take more shots because Haskins clearly has the arm. So I don't know what was up with that. I don't know if it's just Callahan style or, you know, I guess Kevin O'Connell calls the plays. Right. It's still Jay Gruden's offense. You're not going to, you know, change it in the middle of a season. No. But – um. Yeah, I would have liked to see a little bit more shots, uh, try to get McLaurin more involved. Absolutely. Um, and I even said uh, to at work when I was talking to the people there, I was like, I like that kid a lot. Like, he runs solid routes, and he's, oh yeah. he's great to build a, you know, an offensive arsenal around. So No, I mean, he's he's definitely legit. There was one – there was a few plays. So everybody was high on Trey Quinn. Um, dude plays out of the slot yeah, to yeah, yeah. replace Crowder. Mm-hmm. I think he has the tools and, and – in the makeup to be serviceable, I don't think he'll ever be great because he would have shown you that Something. he had that. But I thought he would be serviceable. Whether better than Jameson Crowder or not, it's irrelevant. But mm-hmm. I thought he'd be fine. He just does not create separation. For oh as God. fast and shifty as he can be, right. he does not create separation. I believe it was a third down play. He had a little out route, and Haskins got him the ball, but the defender was able to stick there, stick his mm-hmm. hand in there, and that essentially ended the drive. But and and when I saw it, I was like, man, he's got to get more separation. And then the guys on TV had ended up saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, so there was times where I felt like the team could have helped Haskins a little bit more. But again, overall, I saw what I needed to see that showed me, okay, he's he's using his brain. Mm. He's preparing a little bit differently. He had a little bit more pep in his step. People were clubbing him because I guess his um, – Press conference was like very monotone and all that stuff. I mean, whatever. Relax. Who cares? Who cares? As yeah. long as he shows up in the field and he's actually making growth, like relax. Dude. Right. So, and then Redskins being Redskins, Callahan um, did not name a starter. Um, Callahan. Yeah, and but it's just it's just so Redskins, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I try not to read too much into it because it's just like a player's contract, right? Right. If you say, oh, this player signed for $150 million. So they could tell you $800 million, but you got to look at the guarantees mm-hmm. and, and how that money is structured. That's right. what you look at, right? So, yep. okay, I kind of looked at that with Haskins. Oh, well, we're not going to name him the starter now. We have time. Okay, if Belichick would have said that, oh, this guy's a genius. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I didn't read too much into it. I wouldn't have. But – I guess given the current state of the organization and the front office and just the games that they play and lack of transparency and, and, and those types of things, it wasn't a good look. What are you losing by just naming Haskins the starter going forward? Um, so I think I think it'll be Haskins going forward. We right. don't need to see anything out of Case Keenum. He's not the future. No. We don't need to see anything out of Colt McCoy. He's, he's, not, the he's not the future. Right. Um, Haskins is the future. Ride him out these last few weeks and yeah, see, see what he has. Um, and then just go from there. So I think ultimately he'll he'll get the start going forward. So I'm interested to see with Darius Geis coming back. I was about to um, say that, yeah. Out of the bye, should be able to um, – so we play the Jets coming mm-hmm. out of the bye. So, I mean, we should – whether we win the game or not, it should be more of a competitive game. I mm-hmm. mean, you have two weeks to game plan for them. They have two weeks to game plan for us. I get it. Or mm-hmm. not, not two, excuse me, a week. Um 
to to game plan, but I look for Haskins now to build on what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some footwork stuff he's got to clean up. I'm not that type where I'm just going to nitpick him to death because you have all these GMs on Twitter who are like, oh, his footwork was this and he wasn't that. But his shoulders were most of the time square to where he was throwing. His feet were pointing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can come at you from different arm angles, which is kind of what I liked. Right. Um, so like I said, I want to see that. Now, can you operate, you know, effectively and efficiently can you hit targets you know 5 10 15 let's take a shot 20 25 or more yards down the field right you know and and kind of see where he goes from there but um all in all i think haskins will be fine i just wish people would relax mm-hmm. you know people are already calling him a bust and i get it disgruntled fan base for the last 30 years quarterback carousel most of the time right so it's like if the dude just doesn't come out of the gate like RG3 did in 2012, it's just like, oh, the guy's a bust. Well, RG3 ended up being a bust here, so and he's a backup in the league. Right. So my thing is slow but steady, and right. maybe he gets there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he'd be fine, especially with the right coaching regime. You know, coming in next year. Assuming, Absolutely. Assuming we can get that. So, yeah. but that's what I got for the Redskins. All right. So let's talk about this Eagles Bears game. Um. I would say Carson Wentz had a solid day. Um, I think having Deshaun Jackson back in that first half helped that offense out a ton Mm -hmm. because they were giving that man 10-yard cushions from the rip. Um, Granted, you know, he didn't end up going out after those three plays. But one thing I can say is that, you know, we game plan very well for that game. Obviously, we had to scrap a portion of that playbook because Deshaun Jackson went out. Right. But I can tell you this. There's a couple of notes I'm taking away from this game. Jordan Howard got busy again. He had 82 yards on the ground, mm-hmm. and the holes that this man was running through, especially in that first half, was disgusting. Him <laughs> and Miles Sanders. So Jordan Howard had 82 yards. Miles Sanders had 10 carries for 42, but a lot of his a lot of his carries were on uh, on sweeps and and things going to the outside and trying to hit that edge, which was huge. Um, Zach Ertz had nine catches, 103 yards. In the in the first half, having the Sean Jackson out there, they said, "Nah, we're not doubling Zach anymore." And this dude had fields of space; he had yards of space between him and the defender, or him and the next guy. Where he's just, it's just him one on one, or him and then like a five yard gap, and just making easy catches and, and getting big yards. Right. And uh, I actually I actually uh, Facebook this message uh, right after uh, I saw this catch where this dude catches the ball. And gets like five, six, seven yak yards after that because, Zach, unfortunately, Zach Ertz's name is like on social media is no yak Zach where you know he catches oh. the ball and he goes straight to the ground. Right. But this dude was getting yak yards and fighting for yak yards, so I was super hyped to see that. Um, what else was going on? So yeah, within the first two drives, um, some things that have to get cleaned up is. Doug Peterson's play calling in the red zone at this point in the first quarter actually the first two quarters where we're literally inside the 20 and Jordan Howard's getting like over six yards of carry and then you throw like bubble screens and sweeps and stuff what are you doing give him the rock let this man run into the end zone like we should have been up right I want to say by the half at least 21 plus points right but it didn't happen because of the fact that we went away from the run once we were inside the 20 like that was ridiculous so um, there was that um, second half. One thing that I can say about the Bears is that they did adjust. Um, they adjusted pretty well um, to what we were giving them on defense. Uh, we were literally going like man the entire game until Mitchell Trubisky like started gashing us for those deep balls down the field. 
um it was like we we showed that man no respect we're doing like literally like zero blitz in this dude and, and lighting him up all game until that moment um mm-hmm. they got a couple of touchdowns on us in the second half um kudos to those adjustments that they made but overall it was a really good game for us um one thing i can say is that andre dillard is continuing to grow as an offensive tackle like you didn't really hear too many calls coming off of his side um going against cleo mack and he was talking about that you know going into the game like doug like i'm really about to line up against cleo freaking mack man and i have to try to stop this guy and he did a pretty damn good job of it um, so shout out to him and helping out that offensive line. Speaking of the offensive line and Khalil Mack, um, one thing that bothered me about the end of the game was how much, for lack of a better way to say it, Khalil Mack was bitching. He kept saying, <laughs> you know, Jason Kelsey kept, you know, slightly moving the ball and we we're trying to time it. That's why we had oh, all those penalties yeah, and all that yeah, shit. I'm just I like, about that. First off, you know he's a vet. You know vets do dumb shit like that. It's up to you to have that discipline to not move and try not to jump the gun. I'm sorry if Carson Wentz is hard counting, Jay, I mean, and uh, and Kelsey's sitting there you know, slightly twitching the ball a little bit. You have to be disciplined enough to not jump. I'm sorry. That's on you guys. Don't blame it on us. You saw it. You didn't adjust to it. That's your problem. Right. Not only that, I mean, it falls on deaf ears because you because you lost, dude. It'd be one thing if you went and said, "Hey, this is this is something that we saw and we adjusted." No, you you lost. Shut up. Stop crying. Is what it is. Right. And the thing is too. I wouldn't look at the top of the ball or his hand. Right. There's that little space where the ball's actually on the ground. Mm-hmm. When you see that move back, then you go. Then you go. But, but he's, he, yeah, he was bitching about the ball movement. It's all about that. competitive edge. I mean, yep. I get right. it. Right. Um, I think our defense is continuing to grow. I think also having um, Avante Maddox back in the slot helped out a ton. Um, Jalen Mills wasn't. I mean, he did get burned on a couple of deep crossing routes, but usually when that happens, your corner has to weave in between linebackers and other players and stuff, and he falls, he falls, you know, gets lost in the sauce. But he had a pretty good game. Um, Rasul Douglas had a huge game. Um, even the guy that we pulled from the Browns, don't even know his name yet, he had he flashed, he had a sack. Um, Fletcher Cox was eating that mm-hmm. game. Um, Mitchell Trubisky was running for his life. Brandon Graham had him running for his life. So... Overall, it was a great defensive uh, showing. I really appreciated that from our defense. Um, they held the their offense to nine yards total in the first half. Nine. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. So if we can continue to build on that, get healthy, um, we should have Jason Peters coming back after the bye, which is huge. Um, Nigel Bradham will be back after the bye. Craven freaking LeBlanc should be back after the bye. So outside of you know losing to Sean Jackson um, – because he actually fully tore that abdominal muscle. Um, mm-hmm. That news came out. So um, yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Surgery. He tried to play through it. Um, they week two they asked him if he would like to try to rehab it or go the surgery route. He chose to try to rehab it. Obviously, it didn't work out because he popped the tendon. Um, but the surgery was a success. He's done for the next four to six weeks. Um, if he does come back, which I doubt, they'll probably hold him out because we paid him that much. Had him played him a ton of money. We'll probably hold him out until next season. Um, he's done, but, um, we have been looking at other receivers to fill that role. We are currently working out Jordan Matthews, one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets from when he was a rookie. So hopefully he clears, you know, all the tests and everything, bring him onto the squad, throw the playbook uh, back at him and he can work the left side of the field. Um, outside of that, um, I like the positive direction that we're going in. We're five and four. Um, we have the Patriots next week. We have two weeks to game plan for them. 
um, based on what we saw from the Ravens, you better be damn sure that we're going to be running right up the gut because they have trouble against the run. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we got a lot of games to watch this week, and that's all I got for the Eagles. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the Week 10 predictions. Yeah, man. So, we have – Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got it pulled up. Okay. Yep. So we have um, the Thursday night game. We have Chargers at Raiders. So, uh, yeah, that's at 820. So um, that'll be a good one. I'm going Chargers based off of what they did to those Packers. Like, I think they're going to, I think they finally figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I think if they come with the same intensity, I could see the Chargers getting out of there with a win. So I'll go LA. Let's go. Um, the next one, we have Giants at Jets. I mean, it's the battle of the, you know, the, of the, the same field, same. It's a MetLife Bowl. MetLife Bowl situation. So I don't, I mean, I'm going to lean towards the Jets um, at this point because. Danny Dimes is just throwing up picks and doing dumb stuff. So I'm just going to throw the bone to the Jets, and I think the Jets will take that one. Yeah, they're one and seven, but the Giants are two and seven. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a it's a it's a coin flip at this point. Yeah, I would say if Daniel Jones can clean up some stuff and they get Saquon going early and keep him involved in the game, right? Which they kind of got away from last night against the Cowboys. Yes, they did. Um, I'll go Giants by like three. I mean, it won't be right. a barn burner. Not at all. That's like the game to not watch. Yeah. Um, the next one we have Chiefs at Titans. I'm gonna go Chiefs, just because of what they were able to do with the backup and uh, with that offense, and you know, keep the ship upright until Patty Mahomes can get healthy. Now they are seeing they're. they're I mean, he's day to day right now, but I think you probably won't see him come back until after the Titans, just because that offense and that team is kind of a dumpster fire right now so i don't think you'll see patty mahomes for probably another week or two Mm -hmm. yeah i'll go i'll go chiefs as well yep next one we got cardinals at bucks this can be a good one um but then again you know Jameis winston you said cardinal cardinals at bucks yeah so i'm gonna go cardinals because i i think you know kyler murray's finally setting settling in um to that offense and to nfl speed um, and everything. I I don't know. I I just got a gut feeling about these Cardinals this week. I'll go Bucks at home. Mm-hmm. Um just because some of the games they were in this year, they were counted out, but they played strong, they played well. Mm-hmm. So as long as they don't play down to the Cardinals, I think right. they're fine. So I'll take Bucks at home. Bills at Browns. I'm going Bills. That defense is nasty. Um, they come from that, you know, Jim Johnson tree. Um, I think Johnson, Josh Allen will do enough to to pull it out. And once again, it's the Browns. I mean, they always find a way to shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. So Bills Browns. Where the, where's it at again? This is Bills at Browns. So at they Browns. are in Cleveland. Yeah. Ah, no, I'll still take Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, they're six and two for a reason. Yeah. So uh, Ravens at Bengals. Do we even have to really? So, <laughs> I was I was talking to some, to some Ravens fans, and they they feel much how like I'm sure we feel playing the Giants or trap, you guys feel it a playing, trap game playing us. Yeah, straight up trap game. <laughs> I think I think the Ravens will will just steamroll. Oh, they're gonna drop the like, Bengals. They're gonna drop like forty eight this game. Because I mean, not only that, but you have the Bengals helping you. Right, they're not out there trying to win. Nah, they need so, Tank Fatua. Right, so. 
the way I see it is they're in the driver's seat for the first overall pick, thanks to the Dolphins. Yeah. So, no, I would definitely go Ravens. Yep. We have Falcons at Saints. Come on now, Saints. Yeah. Drew Brees is back. That offense is kicking. Yeah, that plus defense you, is nasty. Plus Cam Jordan, let's go. I was a plus you're not going to beat them at home. No, you're not. It's, it's just not going to happen. Um, We have Lions at Bears. I mean, I would say I'm going to lean towards the Lions at this point because Trubisky can't really do much um, at all. I mean, the team. you can tell, you know, from what I watched with my Eagles game is that they're just – checked out um as far as what he's able to do i mean he they makes a few plays they but almost seem to respond better when the other dude was in their backup right oh when chase daniel was in there absolutely yeah. like they they respond better because he knows the same he knows the offense because obviously he was there before but i mean it's a it's a different energy like there you could tell the team is done with trubisky yeah yeah i'll go lions as well yep we have dolphins at colts colts i'm taking the colts it's the dolphins i mean is there anything else that needs to be said? They're nope. they're they're tanking. <laughs> Rams at Steelers. I'm going Rams. Um, that Rams offense is nasty. Steelers. Yeah, that that offense is nasty. Defense is still tough. Um, they got Jalen Ramsey back there. I mean, they're looking they're looking to run uh, through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. All right. So next we got Panthers at Packers. I'm going Packers at this point. Bounce back game. I think they were embarrassed by the Chargers. Yeah. So they're 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 looking to steamroll and and dominate and do what they usually do. No, no, no I agree. Um next one we have Vikings at Cowboys. I'm going to go Vikings. I think that defense has enough to slow down Zeke Elliott and expose um that offense a little bit just like the Jets did. Um I also think that they're going to well, I would hope that they would run heavy and um let Dalvin Cook do Dalvin Cook things um, and let Kirk Cousins eat off the play action like he right. did against us. Um, so I'm going to go Vikings at this point. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings as well. The reason I, I, I say that is because, to me, if New York can – or the, the, the Giants, to me, they hung with Dallas most of that game. They definitely did. And if they can do that, I mean, the Vikings are just a far better team. Right. Um, now, it is tough to go into Dallas and mm -hmm. and get a win. But, um, yeah, I would like to think that the Vikings can pull that out, even if by the skin of their teeth. Right. So I'll pick Vikings. We have Seahawks at Niners. This is going to be a good game. Is that uh is that the eight thirty game? This is the eight. Yeah, this is the eight thirty game. Yeah. Or man. is it Monday or the Sunday? Night? This is the Monday game. Oh, okay. So wait, so is the Dallas one? Dallas the, Dallas Vikings is the Sunday night game. Also, pretty two pretty good prime oh, we time got, games yeah, back to back. Yeah, we got some games to watch this weekend. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm not gonna pick against the 49ers until they lose. Right. So I mean, the Seahawks have a shot, but oh, I'm not sure. I'm not picking against like that defense. And that's in San Francisco, right? That's, yeah, that's in San Fran. Like I'm not picking against that defense. Like they eat people. Yeah. Like we we they're on our schedule. Like I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, um, just just don't hit Carson Wentz too hard. So yeah, like, <laughs> like the Niners are the real deal. Like oh, everybody sure. was writing them off because what they saw with Jimmy G and the in the preseason, and I'm just like, nah, bro. Check Kyle who, Shanahan, man. I was about to say, check who that head coach is. Like, he's relax, much dude. better than people think. He's man. way like, better than when, people when, think. When he was our offensive coordinator here, he schemed people open. Yes, and and he did it on a consistent basis. Now, if the talent level at the quarterback position wasn't good enough to get the ball to those receivers, go back and check the tape, the film, right. whatever you want to call it. Go watch it. You will see receivers running what? wide open. And yeah. Jimmy G is is a smart quarterback. Yep. He's going to take his lumps. It doesn't matter. All quarterbacks do. 
but he is more than serviceable. He's good. Right. They're rolling, and that defense is stout. Right, and you also got to think, like, why was Belichick so quick to be willing to move off of Brady? Because he knew what he had coming up. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so um, that's it for the picks for week 10. That's what we got. So, yeah, so like Eddie was talking about earlier in the show, he wanted to talk about, you know, what we hope to see from both teams coming out of our bye week. So I'm going to go ahead and lead off and start talking about the run game. I think that we need to continue to feed Jordan Howard, um, feed off the run. If Carson Wentz doesn't have to throw the ball 40 times a game, we usually are in a really good position to win. Um, I also think that we need to stay away from these bubble screens. Um, they haven't worked for us. <laughs> it's like certain teams can right. just do them and they work, and then others like the Redskins. We just we can't. Right, and it's like, and but here's the thing: it's like we need to pick defenses in which it would work against. Like you don't do that against right. the Bills, which they have like stud corners that are gonna sniff that out in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You don't do that against um, the Bears, who have stud corners and Will. I mean Kyle Fuller, or and then the other guy. Uh, what's his What's that guy's name? Whatever. Anyway, you don't do it against teams with, with like stout defenses where they're going to sniff it out and then you're losing like eight to ten yards. Right. You do it against teams like the Washington Redskins. Right. Exactly. That's who you run those <laughs> plays against. But like away from the bubble screen, just leave them alone. Um, I also think that we need to get Miles Sanders more involved in the receiving game. Uh, we didn't do that too much this past game. Maybe because mm-hmm. we're playing the Patriots next week. I don't know. If you want to show too much. Um, I also think that. We need to play man more, a little bit more. Um, that zone stuff has been getting us killed. Um, we did play a lot of it with the Bears. Granted, it is Mitchell Trubisky, but it also showed us that, I mean, he's still an NFL quarterback. We still managed to, you know, get after him and put him on the ground. I yeah. think a lot of jamming and a lot of throwing off a lot of those timing routes did help out a lot as well. And I, th- and I think that last game did show that we can do that. Well, I'll say this. Just watching the league as a whole, no right. matter what game you're watching, every time I see teams drop back in zone like consistently, right. they get torched. They get You know what I mean? Burned. And I understand like respecting those fast receivers or those like quick twitch guys who can get off the line or whatever, but it's like – Give him a little cushion, right? But man, you see some of these just soft zones, right? And these guys are just playing from the parking lot. I was like, I don't know what they're doing. Absolutely, and I think a lot of that confidence came back in our secondary once guys started getting healthy. So, like having Craven back, having um, Jalen Mills back, who has played better than he has in the past, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, like I said, he's getting beat on the deep crosses, but that I mean that typically happens if he's getting caught up in the traffic. But overall, he's playing very solid. He had a he had a few great passes defended in the past few games where his hand was in between the receiver's hand and he's knocking balls out. Um, even Ronald Darby, as you played a lot better, like batting down deep balls and things like that. So I think Jim Schwartz definitely needs to put more faith in his secondary now that we're getting healthy. And then also having Tim Jernigan back this week, and um, it, it definitely helped out a lot as well. So like I said, uh, more man. Um, on defense, switching up the schemes a little bit. That soft zone stuff's getting us killed. And then also running the football. Um, I think we need to lean more on that. And then also trying to find ways to scheme Zach where it's, scheme Zach where it's open. And I also, th- last point, I think um, Alshon Jeffrey needs to spend more time in front of the jug machine. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, he dropped three passes last game. Ugh. 
that were in his hands. Um, there have been reports about, you know, well, he's the whistleblower slash person coming out there. <laughs> Carson Wentz, he denies it. I'm going to take him at his word. Mm-hmm. But um, if it was a receiver that was by the name of Alshon Jeffrey that has been saying stuff, um, it's time for him to shut up and actually show up on the field. Um, you can't be dropping passes, especially w- especially with what you were able to do in the Super Bowl um, and even last year. So um, yeah, you got to step it up. We got we got to get you uh, we got to get you right. But overall, um, I'm looking forward to the Eagles Patriots game, and hopefully we get that W. But that's what I got. Nice. Yeah. So as far as Redskins are concerned, like I said, I'm hoping Geis is really a full go. Yeah. Um, because I think that can prove. Um, I don't know what the word good, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a benefit if he can go out there and and take on the full load. Then you you have AP and Geis who can you know slice and dice. Two downhill wasn't even trying to rhyme or is, nothing. I'm gonna get clown. But what y'all got? But no, yeah. So I mean, that'll give you that one two punch there. I think hopefully Thompson can come back he was dealing with that foot injury Mm -hmm. um if he can come back that would be good because you know you get him in in space and he can make things happen vernon davis is still dealing with the concussion protocol stuff really yeah so he's been out what three four weeks right so if he can come back he gives us a better tight end option versus uh jeremy sprinkle and i mean some of those guys God bless them. I mean, yeah, they're they're NFL athletes. They're freak athletes to even be in the NFL. I always say that you're not in the NFL by mistake. No, you're not. So it's just that just speaks to how good the rest of the league the is. The rest of the league is, right. So I would like to see some of those those key players on offense come back. I would like to see some points put on the board because like I, I had said earlier in the show, 13 quarters mm-hmm. of NFL football and you have not punched the ball into the end zone. Um we there was one drive against the Bills. We marched right down the field. I mean, AP was was running, gashing. I think we were we were out outside the five or just inside the five. Mm-hmm. Run the ball, right? And some the, some of the play calling to me was just it was just horrible. Right. And I, I'm thinking like, okay, AP was just getting busy on these dudes. Like, I don't, why stop? Like, I don't understand why some coaches feel like they need to get cute with the play calling when your running back is averaging probably six plus a carry at that point. Right, but especially when you're that close to the goal line, and it's hard that to close. throw anyway. Right, you, you run that. Yeah, so I, I just, I thought that was just bad play calling. That was a, the huge missed opportunity to, to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So again, I say generate offensive scores, touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the development of Haskins, um, he looked relatively comfortable, so I want to see if he can continue that comfortability factor, right. obviously, work on and improve his footwork in the pocket, pocket awareness. He is a true pocket passer, so yes, he is. I don't anticipate or look for him to really get out and scramble. He did have a nice run when things broke down. He can run. He was he was able to get out there mm-hmm. um, and and do some things. But like I said, if you can get a Chris Thompson back, um, I think that that's going to help. But like I said, uh, to me, I, I think guys coming back and being able to shoulder some of that load. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, you had higher hopes and different hopes at the beginning of the season because you're thinking if they can kind of split carries, that'll keep them both fresh throughout the year, mm-hmm. make some sort of a playoff run. That's not going to happen. But so I don't know what you do. Um, AP is 
AP. I mean, he's proven it again this year. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do? Do you let Geis take the bulk of the carries because he needs them? Um, then because it's a lost season. So what do you do? Do you just run AP into the ground? You know, tell him thanks. You know, at the right. end of the year and, and and get rid of him. Um, to me, you don't. I think you have him on a two year deal. You bring him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an insurance plan in case Darius Geis gets hurt. I mean, I don't know. Right. But I would like to see Geis just, you know, get some get some healthy reps. And, yeah, the Jets it, have a good defense, but I still think he can make some things happen. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we'll see. But, like I said, Haskins, 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 to me, just his development and comfortability. Yes. And learning and understanding and being just – comfortable with the offense and the plays and knowing where everybody's supposed to be and things of that nature. So um, we'll see. Yeah, there we go. But um, yeah, so that takes us to the end of the show. Again, this is episode 23 of the Average Average Sports Guys podcast. As always, head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. All the links to our social media, links to the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. You can download our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Right. Um, and that's it. That's what we got. And so we'll be back next week, and we will go over Week 10 scores, give you Week 11 predictions, and we will not break down the Eagles or Redskins because we have the weekend off, which is kind of cool because I can kind of really – Focus on pick other teams. A, pick a game and, and yeah. focus on it and just kind of watch some of the other ones. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so this is Marcus and Eddie. We're out. We out. <laughs>